and welcome back to the Bible Said What podcast. My name is Elizabeth and I'm your host today. If you want to get to know a little bit more about me, a little bit more about the podcast, be sure you go check out our social media. Um, that was on Instagram and TikTok at Bible Said What with underscores between the words. So clearly today I have some guests with me. These are my best friends, literally of all time. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves really quick. If you guys want to say, like, obviously your name, and then you want to say what you're, what you're studying in school. Alexa, sure. you start. Um, my name's Alexei Phillips, and I'm studying Christian ministry at Samford. My name is Laura Brooke Dart, and I'm studying exercise science for physical therapy at Samford. I'm Julia Reese, and I'm studying human development and family science with a concentration in social work. Nice, and I'm studying communications and religion. I don't know if I've actually ever said that on the podcast. <laughs> That's important to know. But yeah, so today, obviously, we are talking about friendship, and I am so blessed that the Lord gave me three amazing young women to talk about this with who embody it so, so well. And so, yeah, we're just going to kind of get into, like, what does biblical friendship look like? How do we handle conflict in biblical friendship? And then overall, just how to be a good friend. It sounds something like something that's really easy, but any relationship has its challenges. Um, and obviously we live in a broken world. And so whenever we have God-given relationships, we want to try to protect that from the worldly brokenness. So we're going to talk about how to do that. And with that being said, yeah, let's get into it. All right, so diving right on in, we're going to look at what it looks like to first be a good friend. So I'll just put it out on the table. What are some qualities and aspects of some of your friends that you really love and admire? And I mean, obviously, I know that we're all best friends, but and like we hype each other up all the time. But we'll just say like in general, too. <laughs> I think thoughtfulness is one of the biggest ones for me because when I have friends that I feel like maybe I think about people a lot and so I feel like there's a lot of friends that I have that might not think about me as much as I might think about them not in a weird way or anything but I'm I feel like I'm a very thoughtful person so it means a lot to me when other people are thinking about me as well and like do kind things that are like not very mainstream I guess if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, they like go out of their way for you. Yes. To and show you that you're known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think something I really admire about like good friends especially like y'all specifically is just kind of like how y'all push me to like be my better self mm-hmm. cuz y'all are such like kind, sweet, caring and Christ-like girls. I think it's definitely pushed me to like want to like grow in my faith and like also just like push me to do more things and be involved in more things because y'all are all very involved Mm -hmm. girls too and I think a good friend is someone that definitely like pushes you to be your best self always Mm -hmm. which y'all always do so (laughs) (laughs) y'all are so sweet I feel like this episode is just gonna turn into us like fangirling over each other (laughs) that's okay I think I mean well, first of all, Julia and Alexa, you guys were on the podcast like from the beginning and Lord Book, you were always so encouraging. Mm-hmm. And that was a time where you guys made me feel really loved because I feel like there's not a lot of friends who I could go to and be like, hey guys, I'm going to talk about Jesus on the internet. You want to come? Like people are probably not going to like us. And y'all were like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So I think that was a time where I definitely felt loved. And like you were saying, Alexa, I just supported in that in just ministry in general. But I love that. Do you guys have anything else to add to that? Yeah, I think just um, general kindness Mm. and, um, like Julia was saying, thoughtfulness. um, Just being very intentional and authentic. 
I think speaks volumes and goes a long way in a friendship. Mm-hmm. And um, when I think about my friends that I just really enjoy hanging out with deeply are those who are just kind. Mm-hmm. Because I think I can overlook a lot of things when somebody's a really kind person. Right. When you know it's not like from a root of selfishness mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we were, I mean, people weren't created to be alone. We were specifically created to support each other with community. Mm-hmm. And just like reflecting God's love and kindness and thoughtfulness is obviously so important in friendships. And Alexei, I want to go back to what you were saying about specifically how good friendships can build us up in our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish that I had the direct reference, but. It's um, in the Psalms, I want to say. It could be Proverbs. I am probably not being a great podcast host right now. I should have looked <laughs> that up earlier. But um, where it says that good relationships are like iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. And so in y'all's opinion, how like why do you think it's important for believers to surround themselves with good Christian community or even just friends who are you know good good for our soul? I mean, I think you, I mean, this is kind of like a basic like reference that people always say, but you really are the people that you spend your time with the most. Because at least for me, I'm a very person, like I kind of, not in like a fake way at all, but like I, I kind of, the parts of me that come out the most, I'm saying this completely wrong. No, you're doing great. I get it. I'm getting the vibes. Like I emulate in sort of way, like the parts, I can't say. I don't know what I'm trying, I'm going to not say that part. <laughs> um, I just didn't mean okay so like scientifically you become like the five people that you spend the most time with yes like you adopt their <laughs> characteristics and mannerisms it's like yes there we 100%. go 100 percent. and yeah. so if I were spending my time around people that like didn't want a relationship with Christ or didn't have that relationship that's going to bring out the worst parts of me the worst parts mm-hmm. of anyone else because they're not challenging you to be your best self they're not challenging you and holding you accountable in your relationship with the Lord and that obviously is not going to bear Christ-like fruit and you're not going to be able to glorify God in your daily life because if you're spending time with people that aren't then you're not going to want to because mm-hmm. also because culture plays a big aspect in it too yeah. if you're surrounding yourself in a culture that doesn't want that then it's the easy way to not also mm-hmm. Right. Yes, I really liked what Alexei was saying about um, you just emulate characteristics of the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be either good or bad. Yeah. Um, and we want to be loved and we want to be fully known. That's just an innate desire that we have. Um, and that's such a beautiful thing. It yeah. um, creates such deep friendships and deep relationships and since we bear the image of Christ, our relationships are so important to us mm-hmm. because we want to be loved by Christ. We want to be known by Christ. And because we're image bearers, we want to be loved and known by others too. Yeah. And when you surround yourself with a community that is not Christ-like and is not bearing the fruit of Christ, you end up kind of assimilating with right. that group and making a... Um, accommodations um and compromising mm-hmm. yes and that's not what christ wants us to do right. he wants us to be in the world but not of the world yes and so um yeah those friendships are just not iron sharpens iron friendships but when you do have iron sharpens iron friendships it's such a beautiful thing mm-hmm. because you become more like christ mm-hmm. and that's what we want mm-hmm. um so yeah i love that 
what advice kind of just moving into like things we wish we could have told our younger self you know um what advice would you guys have for someone who is looking to build christian community and looking to find christian friends like i'm thinking in the context of like when we came to college dude like i knew nobody coming in and i was i really wanted to build christian friendships or maybe in high school like someone who has fallen into a negative you know friendship community that's very spiritually draining how to get out of that i don't know just very broad advice what do you guys have for someone who's looking for good christian community i think something i would encourage is to be patient because it's going to take time and oftentimes the best friendships are the ones that don't show up immediately like coming into college freshman year there were a lot of people close to me that I could have just latched onto and became friends with but I chose not to even if that meant that I was going to be lonely for a semester or two I was just consistent with the people that I really saw good fruit in and like people that were like patient and kind and I could tell like were wanting to be my friend for the right reasons and so I think just being patient with with everyone around you yes like keeping like keeping your friendship standards high yes and i like we all didn't get very close until really like this year year, the end of last year and that's junior year and so like if it's all written down like you it would be scary to think that you won't find friends till junior year but um in reality like friendships don't deep friendships don't come immediately like it takes time yeah yeah whenever freshman year you know it there's an inevitable season of loneliness i remember calling my dad and walking around campus and being like i am so lonely like i just need like i need something and one thing that he told me is he's like sometimes the lord has you by yourself because he wants you for himself which first i thought that was huge because we have to grow in the lord before like we can you know really pour into other people um but also god created us for community and so of course he's gonna provide that you know what i mean and there's other people out there that this is something that i wish i had known my freshman year is like there's people out there exactly like you who are looking for the same things that you are and you know the lord is going to bring you guys together in his timing um which i'm just so thankful for yeah mm-hmm. do either of you guys have anything um i would say when you're thinking about friendships especially iron sharpens iron friendships that we all desire and you're in kind of a season of loneliness you're really wanting those deep friendships but you just haven't found them yet um you're thinking about transitioning from high school to college I think it's a really good idea to take that time to think about, okay, I want these kinds of friends with these kinds of qualities. I'm going to work on being that friend right now and Mm -hmm. growing in those qualities that I want to find in other people. Um, And when you do that and you like grow in joy, grow in patience, grow in all the fruits of the spirit, Mm -hmm. God's going to bring people um, to you. and put people in your life that he need that you need in your life right now, um, and yeah, God just makes everything work, and He's so faithful. And I think it's just a beautiful thing to do to grow in those um, characteristics while you're waiting. Yeah, and one thing that I always say is you you attract what you present, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And so you want to project the Holy Spirit, so other people with the Holy Spirit are gonna be like, "Hey, that looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Let's go have a Jesus party." Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that was exactly what I was going to say. Okay, like, nice. words, like you worded it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Wow. I love that. Awesome. I love that. Okay, so now let's move into... Oh, wait. 
more thing that I want to add is I think it's so fun making friends with other believers because you can literally have nothing else in common with the person. But when you have Jesus in common, it's like, I mean, it's such a unifying thing. That's one of the reasons I love working camp is because my staff this past summer, we were literally sitting in a circle talking and we were like, none of us would have ever met. Like none of our worlds would have ever collided had we not worked camp. Mm-hmm. But because we work camp and we have that common passion for the Lord and for ministry, I mean, we're like, it's a it's a different type of bond. And me and Laura Brooke joke all the time because y'all, we disagree on so many like material things, <laughs> like just little things that don't oh matter God. at all. But like our, pre- I did not know our preferences yeah. for things are completely different. Like so it's so funny because we were talking about Disney princesses, and I was saying some of my favorites, and Laura Brooke was like, "Those were my least favorites. <laughs> God didn't like those at all." And like it's just so funny how like the little things yeah. <laughs> we don't line up with at all. But when it comes to the deeper things, like mm-hmm. our values in Christ and our passion for the Lord, obviously that is a much deeper unifier than like <laughs> what movies we did or didn't like growing up. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. It's so. Funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious. But that's actually a good lead in for what I want to talk about next, which is how to handle conflict in a friendship. Because let's be honest, like there's going to be friendships where you disagree with that person on more than a movie or a Disney <laughs> princess. And so, in y'all's, you know, experience, opinions, and just sage advice, what are the proper steps to take whenever you are in disagreement with a brother or a sister in Christ? Um, I think it's just important when in conflict with um, friends or just like other people in general is just to remember that like when you're in the conflict it's not about who's right it's not about this and that like I need to tell you what I think it's you need to remember especially as Christ followers that we're not to put them down put anyone else down in a conflict situation in an argument it's about even in an argument it's about bringing glory to God like Everything you're talking about, you're discussing, big, small, whatever, every conversation is to glorify God. And if what you're about to say in the argument is not going to do that, then sometimes you don't always have to be known to be the right one. You don't always have to be like, this is what I think, and it's this or nothing. Like, take time, process their feelings. How are they feeling in this situation? Is what I'm going to say going to offend them? Because I'm a very sensitive person. Mm -hmm. And so I handle conflict in a not like I cannot take it if someone's being aggressive or yelling at me or just putting me down all the way I think remembering it's our job as Christ followers to do it in a constructive out of love way if it's not out of love and it's solely to be hurtful or show who's right and wrong then rethink your priorities in that conversation and take a little self-assessment and figure out how you need to go about that situation yeah Yeah. I love that um this summer I was working at my school that I used to go to for high school, um, for summer school, and we were teaching like second and third grade. I was with my mom, and she was going through James 3, which is talking about taming of the tongue. And that is... We can flip. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and when you're working with second and third graders, there are so many explosive moments of conflict and learning Mm -hmm. um, and learning how to be graceful with your words and with one another. And when I was growing up, I remember this sign in my third grade classroom and it had like, I'm sure a lot of people had this sign in their um, classrooms too, but it had like, is it helpful? Is it kind? Is it necessary? You know, Mm -hmm. like think before you speak. And I think that little sign um, and also James 3 are so important because they're both talking about pause. 
And so when you're having conflict with somebody, I think the pause and the silence is something that I would advise the most because in that way you can think about, is this something that is going to be kind? Is this something that is actually helpful for me to talk about? Um, And in James 3, it talks about how your words can be like venom or honey. Um, And they can be uplifting to someone or absolutely destructive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true because God created the world with words. And they have such power um, for both good and evil. And so I think when you're dealing with conflict, you kind of need to think about the power your words hold um, and just use them wisely. I feel like that's a huge mic drop moment. Like, I feel like we can just end the podcast there. Like, that was so good, both of you guys. I did, as you were talking, I was like frantically flipping to James 3, and I'm just going to read it. Um, This is an amazing chapter, first of all. James is the book of the Bible that will absolutely convict you and like smack you in the face, but we need it so bad. And skipping down to verse 9, it says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praising and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring. My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. So yeah, that's just saying, Lord Brooke, what you were talking about with, I mean, we're called to live out, be salt and light in every aspect of our life. Um, And that goes with the treatment of people who are annoying the heck out of us. You know, we're always called to act out of love. So Julia, do you have anything to add? I do. I think (laughs) another thing when you have conflict with a brother or sister in Christ is to seek counsel. Sometimes you need to, sometimes you don't, but it's good to be really conscious about where you're taking the information because I'm sure we've all done it where there's been a problem and then you like run to one of your best friends and you like say it all to them and of course they're going to take your side and so they're just going to affirm what you think and um, I think it's smart to not get so caught up in your head and like build it up before bringing it to the person you actually have a problem with because then you're just in your head becoming more and more right and you're not going to handle the situation gracefully. And so I think seeking wise counsel, taking it to someone that might be a little bit wiser than you and they might give you a different perspective than what you were thinking about. I think that would be really, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is actually exactly what Matthew 18 talks about, which is what I pulled up, because one of the things you were saying about like talking to your your friends about conflict with another friend, I think the like one of the number one things that destroys relationships of any type is gossip, mm-hmm. because that it, it alienates people, it villainizes people who, like James 3 was saying, are made in the image of God, and we do it out of pride and out of we want to be right so bad, because I mean, that's our human nature, um, but Matthew chapter 18, starting in verse 15, talks about um, how to deal with sin in the church in the light of conflict with a brother or sister, and basically the biblical way of how to hold people accountable in love, um, but also like while addressing issues. So I'm going to read it. 
in verse 15, it says, If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, um, so that the matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, uh, treat them as you would a pagan or tax collector. Okay, so I don't know about the pagan part. However, um, in today's like modern society, modern friendships, I definitely think this is embodied by first going directly to the person and discussing the matter just between the two of you. There's no need to bring anyone else into it, like Julie was saying. But we also do sometimes need to seek counsel of someone who's older or wiser. So that would be the bringing along um, a brother or sister getting another perspective um and then of course if there's still a problem i mean i love going to like my small group leaders whenever i'm having issues in relationships just because like they i know that they are reliable spiritual leaders and will just pour into me so i can pour into that relationship and love still so yeah Beautiful. do you guys have anything else to add to that no Mm-mm. cool well, I think that's, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I have loved this. This has been so much fun. Y'all are such a blessing in my life, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. And if you've listened to our first season of Bible Said What, you can put faces to names now. This is Alexei. <laughs> this is Julia. And then Laura Brooke, this is her podcast debut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> debut. <laughs> which I hope you guys know you will be coming on this again at some point. Because <laughs> this has Yay. been so much fun. But yeah, I'm so thankful for you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you for and just, having us on. Yeah, yeah. Your friendship and your wisdom. Like just hearing you guys talk in this podcast, I'm just thinking in my heart, like I'm so blessed to have such amazing friends such mm-hmm. as you guys. So, so sweet. <laughs> love y'all. Love All right. You. With that being said, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure you like and subscribe, whether you <laughs> are watching on YouTube or Spotify, um, and turn on that notification bell so you don't miss another episode. All right. Thank you guys so much. Bye.